Welcome back to Girl Why Podcast. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. Hi, Terry. How are you, darling? Fabulous. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, my love. This week, we have a very special episode. We have a guest on our show. We have Paige. Hi, Paige. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We are so excited to have you. If you guys are wondering why we have this random girl named Paige on the show, it's because we decided that 2020 has been a hell of a year and Paige can definitely contribute to that. Uh, We've had so far, what, COVID-19. We've had Prince Harry and Meghan stepping down from their throne. Uh, We've had the passing of Kobe and Gigi Bryant. Trump was acquitted from his impeachment. And every single bride of 2020 has practically or basically canceled their wedding until further notice. And unfortunately, our star of the show, Paige, is one of those brides. So thanks, Paige, for coming on. We appreciate you sharing your story with us. Sorry that it's under these types of conditions. Okay. I am very excited to tell my torture tale. (laughs) And we are so excited to hear about it. So I want to kind of just jump right into it. So when did you get engaged? So we got engaged June 10th of 2019. It was our three-year anniversary. Okay. And about two weeks later, we booked my venue. I fell in love. It was everything that I was looking for in a venue. So you jumped right on it. Literally jumped right on it. I wasted no time. My Pinterest boards were ready. (laughs) My bridal squad was ready, so it was like full steam ahead. I was just going to say, it sounds like you were full steam ahead, ready to go. Absolutely. So after I booked my venue, it just snowballed. And within like four months, we pretty much had the bulk of our wedding planned. So your photographers, venues, I assume the food was probably picked out, DJs. DJ dress even literally everything all the big check marks were done um it was just like the little nitpicky stuff that you saved for last that mm-hmm. we hadn't gotten to yet but by march everything was literally done and then covid came i was gonna say that the pandem- pandemic literally hit right in march the pandemic hit in march Thank God in February, we had my bachelorette party, which was incredible. My bridal squad treated me like the queen that I am. So let <laughs> me ask went, you, do you get a second one now? I would never ask for a second one. And we Ladies, she needs coffee. another one. It's been rough. <laughs> no, we went to Puerto Rico. We went to Puerto Rico and it was absolutely beautiful. And I just found out now that my maid of honor had Mm -hmm. to sign waivers for all of us saying that we didn't travel to COVID or sorry, excuse me, travel to China because of COVID. Oh, so it was already kind of like a precaution going on, but obviously we didn't think it was going to be what it is. No one knew what it was. She was like, I literally signed for this in February before all of the U S found out. So in March, literally a few weeks after we got back from Puerto Rico is when talks of COVID were lingering. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was at work. Mm -hmm. I went down to the lunchroom and I was with my mom and a few other coworkers. Mm -hmm. And I was bawling because I was so scared that I was going to have to cancel my honeymoon. (laughs) We even had... (laughs) You're like only thinking honeymoon, let alone this whole wedding. You didn't even realize then. 
I know. We had our whole honeymoon plan. We were going to Italy for two weeks and I was just crying. And everyone was looking at me like I was crazy. Like, it's not going to affect your honeymoon, let alone affect your wedding. And then a few days later, as the news got worse, I'm like... Wait, let me ask you not to cut you off. So when was your actual wedding scheduled for? Because we didn't say. My wedding was scheduled for May 16th. Okay. And um, yeah, May 16th was the day, was the countdown. So So we were about eight weeks out. That's what I was going to ask you. So that's when you kind of knew things were getting a little sticky, You, I guess you could say, and that your honeymoon might not happen. So you weren't even really sure or really thinking that the wedding wasn't going to be a thing then. No, I was so focused on the honeymoon that I still thought the wedding was going to happen. And then news got worse. And we called our venue and was like, is there anything that we can do to protect, you know, us from disaster. And they're like, let's Mm -hmm. see how news progresses. Mm -hmm. A few days later, um, the city of Palm Beach County puts out news that we all have to quarantine and stay inside, work remote, stock up on toilet paper, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously with that comes the closure of my venue and full panic mode. At that time, it was two weeks away from my bridal shower. Oh, wow. So bridal shower is canceled. That was going to be my next question is outside of, as we know now that the actual wedding has been canceled. So yes, what else have you canceled? Your bridal shower, your honeymoon? Bridal shower, honeymoon, and my fiance's bachelor party got canceled. Oh, wow. Because he hadn't had his yet. When was his supposed to go down? His was going down the same weekend as my uh, bridal shower. So that was March. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. So it was originally scheduled May 16th. And then at some point you obviously realized, okay, this date's not going to work. The news is not getting better. So then what did you do? So we called our venue and had an open conversation with them and basically asked what our options were. Were they accommodating? They were as accommodating as they could be because at that time, early March, no one knew what this this was going to progress into, how long this is going to last. So what they did was they said, okay, Pitt, you have from now until end of the summer, so August, Mm -hmm. to reschedule your date. I said, great. We'll pick July because everyone said, oh, summer, it's not going to last in the heat. You're going to be fine. Well, (laughs) April rolls along and July is getting closer and closer and we're stuck inside. Nothing's getting better. COVID cases are getting higher Mm -hmm. and my heart is just palpitating. Every single day was like, such strain on my shoulders because that's what I want to know. Like we, you had to be really stressed out. Like you're planning it, for so many months, obviously mm-hmm. like most young women, we all wait for that special day and you plan and you, you spend so much time and your vision. And then now it's kind of like all just crumbling down realistically, like right in front of your face. There were so many stages of grief basically. 
Mm-hmm. In from March to April, April it was like such sadness. Like, how is this happening to me? No one cancels their wedding. This doesn't happen to any bride. It's happening to me. Why me? And mm-hmm. then it sets in to be a little more real. Like, okay, we're rescheduling for the health and safety of our guests and our family and to have the day that we dreamed of to be close to people, to mingle, to dance, to have fun. And that was our focus. And as July got closer, we're like, I don't know if we could have a socially distant wedding. Do I want a socially distant wedding? How are my guests going to feel? How do I take my guests' safety into precaution? So I just went bonkers calling my vendors, my venue, my family, Mm -hmm. my friends and saying like, okay, we're having this wedding. What can I do to make everyone feel comfortable? So we had... What was the response you were getting from your guests and your family members? Because I'm sure like most people, either you have grandparents or people that are, you know, you know, compromised, things like that. So what response were you getting back from people who I'm sure like obviously feel bad because they love you? But also sometimes you have to be selfish even when you love somebody because if you have your own health issues or whatever, is it worth a wedding to compromise that? So what kind of feedback were you getting from that? Like that's that's tough for them too because they don't want to make you feel like crap. Yeah, I definitely got a healthy mix of both sides. Mm -hmm. It's funny you mentioned my grandparents because they both wish the wedding could be tomorrow. I mean, if I could, if I can jump in my gown tomorrow and walk down the aisle, they would be the two happiest people. So both of them have always been very supportive. All of my family has basically the advice they gave me is whatever you and Jake want to do, we're there regardless. We're showing up. We're showing up. That's I love we're it. Italian. That's what we do. We show up for each other. I told my you friends, I was going to be there. Hell or high water. Uh, <laughs> that's why I love you. <laughs> um, my friends are the same way, but you know, everyone just says, Hey, if this is what you want to do, you have to know that this could be an outcome. Some people might not want to come. Some mm-hmm. people might not want to dance. Some people might leave. So I had a very good support system with making my decision, but at the end of the day, it was Jake and I's decision. And um, so as July got closer, we're like, I, I finally said like, I don't know if I want this. I had my last wedding dress fitting with, I was with my grandma and my mom and my grandma looked at me afterwards. We were sitting in the car and she was like, there's no sparkle. Like you should be sparkling. And that, that is when it kind of like sunk in. Like my heart wants it so much, but my head is like, you planned a year full Mm -hmm. steam ahead. Mm -hmm. You have a beautiful wedding planned. Don't waste it. Do it when you can. And when When the time is right everything you dreamed of and put all your heart, soul and energy into. So I got home from my final wedding dress fitting and my grandpa called my fiance, Jake. Mm-hmm. And he, he said, it's time for the men to step in and make the decision. And, so and he told Jake, Jake, I don't think, I don't think this is going to happen. And Jake looked at me and was like, I think this is it. So that night it was 
late May, when I should have already been on my honeymoon, right. is when we indefinitely canceled for the, the second wedding. time. For oh the second my. time. You had to be crushed. I was crushed. So I I mean this whole journey, four months, I think I cried almost every single day. I was as puffy as could be. My eyes were so red. I can't blame you though. Like I've planned a wedding myself and like I understand and we talked so much about your wedding before you got engaged, wow. after you got engaged and you know, so I totally get it where like you said, no matter how big or little your wedding is, it's your wedding and you put so much time and effort and thought into it. And then for it to like literally just kind of like all blow up because of this pandemic that like, who the hell would have thought that like it would cause this much damage. And we're still like, like I, we were just talking before we were on record. It seems like there's no um, end in sight, which obviously we know there has to be, but just right, right. now I, I can't see it, you know? And I kept wishing to see the light at the end of the tunnel through all of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't see a sparkle. (laughs) It will be there. (laughs) Well, everybody thought that the, everyone thought that the heat was going to kill it. So I can understand why you did the July thing. Cause they're like, Oh, well, Florida is real hot. So. (laughs) Yeah. Now let me ask you, sorry, go ahead. And everyone around me was like, that was the best advice that they could give. Like, pick a summer month. Well, think about it. We've really never, not really, we've never dealt with this before in our lifetime. So there really is no right or right answer, right or wrong answer, because who knows? But let me ask you this question. So after you then decided to cancel indefinitely for the second time, how accommodating has your wedding venue been since then? So now you've canceled technically twice. Obviously, I assume just like a lot of other brides, you've said, I want to have my wedding, but I can't. So how -hmm. are they or how are they accommodating? Because I'm sure you've probably already paid for the wedding or very close to it when you've gotten as far as you got. Yeah. So technically, my venue is considered a restaurant. So in May or excuse me, in July, they could have had my wedding at 50% capacity following all the CDC rules because their, you know, restaurants are technically open. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we expressed to them, like, this isn't what we want, they were very accommodating. After some push and pull, instead of giving me another six months to pick a date, I said, listen, I don't know. In six months from now, if it's going to be okay, I'm I'm not comfortable with putting, putting another date on the, the line again, yeah. putting my emotions through that like possible turmoil again. Mm-hmm. And they're right. like, okay, listen, you pick a date whenever you feel comfortable. Come that's to awesome. us. Come to us when you're ready. But that's a whole other Pandora's box because I'm not the only bride in South Florida. I'm not the only bride that this has happened to. Girls are getting engaged, and that's really exciting. But what dates will be left for you when your time comes? I totally get that because I remember when we were looking at venues, the date is very important to lock Mm -hmm. it down because if there's another bride that comes in five minutes later and wants that date and you didn't lock it down, you may lose your venue for that date. Exactly. But you can't really decide right now because, like we just said, there truly is no real end in sight until further notice. So you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, it seems like. 
it pretty much. But yeah. all of my other vendors are like gifts from God because they're all on board. They all want to have like they want to work with me. They want to have my wedding. So everyone else kind of just kept our deposits, kept our money and said, okay, TBD until further notice. Well, we have your wedding plan. Just when we press play, we'll be able to make your dreams come true. <laughs> I, see, I like that. My, the venue that in the one in Tampa I was telling you about earlier, I'm like, just keep it because I'm going to be there regardless. I don't want to go through this entire thing again. So just, I'll see you when I see you guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, how has this affected your relationship with Jake? I keep saying to everybody, if we can get through this mess, we could pretty much get through anything. And I mean, it was a really good like test to like see how we deal with struggles. Everyone keeps saying like before any of this, like, oh, mm-hmm. there's going to come a time that something's going to get thrown your way and how you both deal with it is going to, you know, almost not make, make or break, but figure out like how you are as a couple when you handle tough things. He is a prince. (laughs) He he has been there with flowers and chocolates and just, you know, comforting me when I'm upset. He doesn't, even if he doesn't know the right thing to say. Cause he is a guy after all. (laughs) Right. And I feel, sometimes I feel guilty because he's like, it's, it's your day. Just, Whatever you want. Like, it's our day. <laughs> that's how all guys are, though. So don't worry. But but that's good. So it really, if anything, it's made you guys stronger, you would say. For sure. That's awesome. What else do I have for you? I have, like, a million questions, so sorry. Uh, another one. Um, okay, no, I have one. Well, this one is, I know, I already know the answer, but would you ever consider a Zoom wedding? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I totally understand and support the brides that want to do that. Everyone has different circumstances. Um, For me, I want my day. I want, I keep telling everybody, the one thing I just have envisioned perfectly in my head, I get chills thinking about is walking down the aisle to my future husband in my wedding dress seeing his reaction and just like getting that moment. And I don't want to sacrifice not getting that. That's good. So you know that you're, no matter what, that's what you want. There's nothing wrong with that. Like you said, you have your vision and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Do you think there's any way to make a mask look sexy in a wedding dress? (laughs) I think absolutely. But. I like, I like that. She's optimistic. In my opinion, well, in my opinion, a bride on her wedding day, I mean, she's glowing and you're covering up half her face. Right. Not to mention the makeup and the glam that goes into it. But I think it's been pretty gorgeous math. My aunt actually, when she did her dress alterations, because we were so close, everybody and their mother had a dress to my wedding. Um, her seamstress made a mask out of the leftover fabric for her dress. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, cool. Well, imagine, and before you, sorry. So imagine in 20 years, though, like looking back on your wedding photos, like they would probably be in a history book somewhere, like like the 1920 swine flu, or not swine flu. You know what I'm talking about, whatever that flu was, Spanish flu, back in the 20s. And then you would see your photos with the masks on, and it would be very like surreal for your grandkids. The 2020 I, COVID weddings. 
I've seen some. I'm a part of a Facebook group for millennials that are getting married. And some girls are going through with their wedding. They're in states that have low cases and they're allowed to have their wedding. And in the background, there are people with masks on. And absolutely, like, by, like it's encouraged to wear a mask. I was encouraging people to wear a mask to my July wedding. But at, at the end of the day, your pictures forever are going to be people in the background with masks on. I don't and want you, that. Like, you only see, like, half of them. You're going to be like, who is that again? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. Who? <laughs> Uncle uh, Tom, or maybe that's John. Who knows? I don't they know. always look alike. <laughs> Yeah. Another, but you have a big family, so I can understand yeah. why you you especially have a hard time keeping your wedding and because it's not small. Right. Other people they can still be CDC regulated and probably not have their masks on because their family is like mine. It has fifteen right. people, mm-hmm. so no, yeah. But you have a whole party showing up. <laughs> now let me ask you: since your wedding, obviously we don't have a date right now, so at this point, it could be at any time during the next you know, year, you know, fall, summer, winter. So does this mean that you are completely like changing your whole wedding? Like, you know, maybe you had one vision, but now maybe because it could be, let's say next fall, just throwing Mm -hmm. like a time of year out there. Are we like possibly just like redoing the whole thing? Like instead of having like, let's say purple was your color. Now we're doing, you know, burnt orange because it'll be fall or like, are we still trying to stick with the same plan and also has this kind of made you, because I could also see this being like the one bad part would be now you have more time to Pinterest and like, see more that, ideas. So that's then now it's exactly like, oh, why it. do you do this? That's what I, fig- I figured. And I think that would be my biggest thing is like, I would start getting more ideas and then mm-hmm. you go crazy all over again. The extra time I have on my hands to think about the wedding and all the preparations that we did is agonizing because you're seeing new things come out and all new styles oh, and yeah. this and that. But Even I like your say, wedding dress, like, you know, I don't mean this like in a rude way, but like, mm-hmm. is it going to be considered last season now? Like, is it approved? Like, oh, you know, I know how people are. Like, to me, a dress can be timeless. So I just would think that for me, like, and I know you, I think where mm-hmm. your brain now has too much time where you're like, oh, well, I could always do this and I could do that. And way too much time. I think all of the decor and everything that we chose is mm-hmm. pretty timeless. I mean, okay, good. So you're, and you're still that, happy with have, it today. Oh yeah, I have pretty Perfect. good taste. <laughs> At least uh, I think you so. May. <laughs> no, you do. She, she, you are a fashionista. That's for so sure. Everything that we chose, floral wise and aesthetic wise and like the little detail wise is absolutely perfect. I would not change one thing. What has been driving me nuts are the wedding dresses. Yeah. So when I tried on my wedding gown, it was in late 2019 and it was a 2020 mm-hmm. dress. So I was probably one of the first cuts that they did. Mm-hmm. And it was the third dress I tried on, and I knew that was my dress. But it mm-hmm. took some convincing. I went to one other bridal store. I probably tried on, like, 25 gowns. Always went okay. back to the third dress. When um, I tried on the dress when I did my um, first alterations, mm-hmm. fell more in love with it. But now, seeing all the new designer's dresses, 
all the 2021 dresses, all the new and shiny dresses. I'm like, oh God, do am I am I second guessing my dress? Not that it's not the absolutely most stunning thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Uh-huh. It's just new styles. I'm like, oh well, would that new sparkle? Work? It's new sparkle. Would I like that exactly? So that's definitely so, lusting over other dresses is kind of driving me crazy right now. I think I just need to unfollow like right all the designers story. on yeah. social media and then I'll be good. But mm-hmm. oh, it's rough. Yeah, see, I, I, I would think that that would be like hard because it's like you said, it's all there in your face. So mm-hmm. good luck with that girl. And if you, it's like, like getting a car and then they come out with some new feature on a car that makes that car so awesome. And you're like, but I just got this. Exactly. Car. Or I just like, you're a human being. So I get that completely. What else do we have? How about your bridal party? Are they supportive? They have all been so supportive. I feel so bad. I put each and every one of them through so many FaceTimes and calls and hysteria that they're probably so over listening to my drama with the wedding, but I love them all to pieces. They've just, you know, been my backbone and helped me through this. Do you know other brides that are going through what you're going through, like personally? I actually gained some friends by this experience. So I, like I mentioned before, I'm part of a Facebook group for millennials getting married mm-hmm. and it's just such a good community to bounce ideas off of and support each other. And through that, I have found some girls that live in my area and we've just been like chatting every now and then. Like, cool. yeah. So, uh, so many brides are going through the same thing as I am. And that kind of has helped ground me and not, you know, blown my head up because I'm not the only one that this is happening to. And even other people, other people are going through their own dilemmas and things that they have to work through. So it's just 2020 is rough. (laughs) I was going to say, it's just honestly, like you just said, it's just been, it seems like it has been a very challenging year for pretty much everybody in one way or another, whether it's like you said, a bride that's had to cancel her wedding, people that have lost their jobs, moves. I mean, there's so many things that have gone on and so many losses this year. So yeah, I'm totally with you. Uh, What else do you have, Terry? Because I have a bunch more, but I feel like you're very quiet. (laughs) I told you I had a kitchen accident, so I'm a little, I'm going to be really quiet today. But that's I, fine. I'll keep going. That's no, to say. I got, well, you know, I have things to say, girl. Okay. Oh, Lord. So are there any silver linings to having this happen? Absolutely. Oh. And you're going to say, absolutely not, Terry. What a I did too. Question. I was very surprised that she said, absolutely. I was actually going to be like, girl, are you crazy? <laughs> the only logical thing to do while Jake and I are quarantining in our one bedroom apartment twiddling our thumbs was to get a dog oh that and she is a yeah. beautiful dog she was actually on our instagram yesterday we'll have to post her again miss zara she is she's a model dog she's so she, cute she takes after her mom <laughs> so was that like queen. okay we're not having a wedding so at least let's get a pup it was kind of i honestly think it just came up because I was just crying one day. And he's like, we need uh-huh. a puppy. I said, yes, that's a great idea. I need a little comfort pup. So uh-huh. we did some research. My aunt, she has helped almost every single one of my family members find uh, their dogs. 
So she helped Jake and I find a breeder in Florida and we got a little golden doodle after like not as much convincing as I thought. Uh, Jake and I settled on a golden doodle. He likes terriers. I like, you know, the fluffy poodles. Um, <laughs> but some of our friends have golden doodles and they're just such good dogs. So we picked her up and she's just been such a joy and definitely yeah, lifted, lifted our spirits. Good. Will she be in the wedding? Is she going to be a guest now in the wedding? You know, she may be like, she may have an appearance for pictures. She's, I she's, hear you. she's our baby. She has she's to a be. model. She is a model. She's beautiful. Follow her Zara doodle. She's got her own Instagram. She's mm-hmm. We do follow her. We, we are doing that already. Um, what else did I want to ask you? So obviously eloping is out of the question as well. You will not be eloping to Vegas or anywhere. No, it, we will not be eloping to Vegas, but I have said that if this is just a continuation of no light at the end of the tunnel, we're all just going to Italy. We're going to Italy. Yeah. We're going to the Mafi Coast and we're doing it on some beautiful cliffs. I like that. So, but I really do want my wedding day. I'm not yeah. trying to preach that into fruition, but yes. if it just gets too much and we want to just be Move rid of the wedding yeah. and that's what we will do have you I done this you. or is this just something that i would do but have you looked at flower girl outfits for your pictures with zara i have they're really <laughs> cute like little wreath they're like little wreath thing wreath flower things that like go over her head so yeah we'll probably do something like that oh i will so die. Cute. speaking of flower girls though my flower girl got her dress she She's two. I made a joke to my maid of honor. I said, by the time I get married, she's going to be 17. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's going to need a whole new dress. a whole new type of dress. Well, I was going to say, yeah. the shoes aren't going to fit for sure. The dress is probably not going to fit. No. Like, yeah. That's tough. <laughs> well, you can definitely, the only, I mean, not good or bad thing, but at least you're not alone. Some of the celebrities, I don't know if you care, but J-Lo and A-Rod, uh, mm-hmm. Emma Stone and her man, Katy Perry, Taraji P. Henson. So you're not alone. I mean, between celebrities yeah. and just, you know, regular girls, it seems like it's everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice do you have for girls? Because I'm sure that there are still girls, especially because what we're in September now. We just hit September. So I'm sure there are some girls that are still holding on to their, like, let's say October, November, December weddings. Mm-hmm. And it may or may not happen, like you said, depending upon where they live in the country or actually the world at this point and where their cases are, but let's say they're holding on, but it's probably not going to happen. What advice do you have for them to like get through it? Because that is probably really rough when you've come as far as you have come and then it just doesn't happen. Yeah. So whatever you feel in your gut is probably the right decision to make. When my grandma turned to me and said, you don't have a sparkle in your eye when you have your wedding dress on, like that's Mm -hmm. a sign. (laughs) Um, And just, Try to ground yourself in your in your thoughts and have honest conversations with your fiance, with your support system, and make the most logical decision for you, but also for your guests that are coming. Because at the end of the day, this thing is still lingering, and you don't want that on your hands. You don't want anybody to get sick at your wedding. So, that would be what I would struggle oof. with exactly that. Like I would not want that on my conscience, God forbid, that like there was like all of a sudden an outbreak from all my guests because we decided to have it. And then it's you can't control that. Like right. there's nothing you can do. So that would be exactly 
definitely very, very hard to deal with. What else do we have, Terry? Do you have any other questions for her? Oh, I have, I have one very honest question. Have Ooh. you guys fought about it at all, you and Jake? Or do you, does, does he kind of just like question. run, like, I'm going to fix this right now, right now, right now? Or do you guys have like, like, how does that work? So being a girl and having emotions and just sometimes you just cry. Like, just so you're, we're dramatic blue, and like, yeah. Um, exactly. I, I know I am. Me too. It, it could be a flip of the switch. We could be watching TV and I could be reminded of the wedding and just how miserable this is. And I'll just cry and he'll look at me and be like, oh, babe, again? Like, <laughs> like, we already worked through this. Like, I have nothing more to say to make you feel better. Um, but yeah, I know, poor Jake. But that's kind of been the only, the only real, like, How's your mom handling this? Because I know this was super important for her. Not well. You're her only daughter, number one. And yeah. it's a big deal. Your daughter's getting married. And I know she put a lot of time and effort into mm -hmm. this as well with you. So how's uh, your mom dealing with this? Yeah. So she, I mean, she has a whole different perspective as far as like how excited she was because she's the host. Like she is planning this beautiful, elaborate wedding for me. And she just wants to welcome everybody and kind of, you know, show off. Like, listen, she raised me by herself. She's a single mother. The fact that she could even give me such a beautiful wedding all by herself. I mean, the proud so, moment for her as well. It's really proud. And her feelings were just as crushed as mine when this all happened. And she went through her own grieving process on her own. Right. So the two of us together, when our emotions mixed with each other, we definitely needed someone else to help us through it. Because mm -hmm. my mom and I are twins. We think alike, we act alike, we dress alike. And we both got to the point where the emotions are aside. We could get back to making logical decisions, just like when we started planning it, the two of us. Right. Full steam ahead. So, ah. Oh. My alley girl, I feel so bad for her too. She, yeah. well, she needs a honeymoon. I was joking with her before this all happened that she needs to treat herself to a vacation after the wedding. I feel like all of you will need a, a vacation yeah. after all this only because like if weddings are not stressful enough just mm -hmm. on a normal uh, year to have to have gone through what you guys are going through and still going through because at the end of the day we definitely are going to want to follow up from you in the future Absolutely. and you know keeping us updated because as of right now there is really no set date not really there is no set date there at is this no point set date. Mm -hmm. um as we said earlier there's really no end as to when this whole COVID-19 pandemic is going to I don't think it'll ever end. I think, as we all know, COVID's around forever now. But when it'll things will get back to normal, as we all like to say. So we definitely are going to need an update from you just to kind of see when that wedding actually happened. Did mm -hmm. you change a whole lot? Did you buy a new dress? <laughs> I really don't think dresses? I'm going to buy a new dress. I, I look at pictures at my dress all the time, and I absolutely love it. But Where is your that. dress right now, by the way? It is at the bridal store. Okay. They, I, wonder, I was wondering if you picked it up or... No, they're taking good care of my dress. <laughs> good girl, that's smart. That's smart. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm so scared to have it in my house. I don't know, like my roof could blow off in a hurricane. I want somebody else liable for that beautiful thing. So keep it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's with the way the year's been going yeah. at this point. 
everything is so unpredictable. Um, Terry, before we let Paige go, do you have anything else you want to ask her about her wedding? Or Paige, do you have anything that you want to share that we didn't ask you that has just something that you maybe wanted to scream at the top of the mountains when it came to this whole wedding thing? Now is your chance, girl. Anything else for the brides, brides-to-be? Brides-to-be, if someone gives you really, really bad advice, don't blow up. Just take a deep breath. Walk away. No need to get agitated. Some of the like things that. people say to me, example. That. Yes. What are the annoying things? Perfect. You're so good. What are the <laughs> annoying things? And I'm sure they don't mean it like to be annoying, but I can just imagine. What What have they said to you? Please go. Are you ready? I've gotten yes, this. this. <laughs> I've gotten this more than 20 times. Oh, God. At least you have more time to rethink the guy. Like, oh my gosh, that's so rude. That is such the wrong thing to say. Like, are you kidding me? And it's rude. It's so like, rude. I didn't even think it was going to be that bad. I didn't either. That is, I did <laughs> not think that. Like, I thought you were gonna, they were going to say, like, well, at least you're young and you have plenty of time or like something like that. That is rude, in my opinion. So, so rude. Like, I told Jake and he's like, he personally got offended. I was like, I'm offended people not like me? I'm like, no, it's, it has nothing to do with you. They're just being assholes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm offended for Jake. So what else have people said that maybe have has kind of been annoyed? Or is that like the all-time worst? Because that is rude as hell. Yeah. That's probably the all-time worst. But just it's hard for other people to give advice when they haven't been in these shoes. Mm-hmm. Because like Which realistically said, nobody has unless you're a bride of twenty twenty. Right. There's no manual nope. to navigate this. Like I'm literally making decisions with my eyes closed, blindfolded basically. Um, so don't be judgy and if someone is judging you, don't take it personally. Just like try and let it roll off your back. Right. I definitely tried to I've gotten a backbone, I've definitely found my zen and known when to take a deep breath when people just mm-hmm. say ludicrous things yeah smart girl smart girl mm-hmm. i think if, if somebody like the worst to me i just get it over with already like i know you haven't gotten anything like that right oh from my grandma she literally calls me and oh. my mom almost every single day Grandmas don't count when they she, say ludicrous things like <laughs> TikTok page, TikTok. Let's get a roll. I'm just excited. <laughs> well, grandparents are different because it's funny. My cousin was going to join us, but unfortunately, she was having connectivity issues. But she also she was going to be on here as well with us because she is going through similar things like you. But the difference is, she was not as far planned in her wedding as as you were. She had her venue picked, or she has, I should say, not has. She has her venue picked. Um, and I'm not really sure she would have to have come on here and told us everything, but I know she had the venue for sure picked. And grandma, when we, when she ultimately decided that, Hey, this is not happening, blah, blah, blah. Grandma, you could tell, I think because they are grandma and grandpas, their times are, you know, they look at time differently and they want to yeah. be there. So, you know, not to bring up sad things, but I'm sure that those are fears of grandparents. And I know that was a fear with grandma because she just lost grandpa, um, her husband last year. So I know right away she was like, well, when is it going to be? And she, Tiana's in the same boat as you where there is no um, date right now because mm-hmm. 
how can you pick one when you're so blind with everything? So I can, I always give grandmas a slide because I know she's so, she's so <laughs> sweet. And she was side picking with my mom and I, when we were planning everything and she's so looking forward to it. But that's a good point. I consider myself lucky that I planned my whole wedding without this. And there are brides that are planning their wedding through COVID trying their wedding dress on with a mask and going oh. to all their appointments oh, over Zoom. Yeah. Like, that's hard. So yeah, that's I'm definitely crappy. fortunate that I did all of the planning. And the fun things, I mean, because even though it is kind of a headache sometimes, <laughs> planning a wedding is fun. It's supposed to be a fun, mm-hmm. joyous time. Mm-hmm. And I definitely got that. Well, I will yeah. say this to you, and I know it's probably corny, but you do, you will have a story to tell about your wedding. I mean, you already do, yeah. you know, yeah. and I know it's corny, but like God willing in 10 to 20 years when you have your grandkids or whatever, well, not in 10 years. Down, down, down the road. It is a kind of, it's not the greatest story because it sucks right now, but you will, like Terry said earlier, you are kind of go down in his in a you know moment in history mm-hmm. of this pandemic and this COVID nineteen, and you know what I mean. So Absolutely. I guess you can kind of look at it like that for the bright side of things. I think now, after I went through all of the emotions from this, it at the end of the day, it has been a big learning lesson to have patience. And I, whenever I had plans, like. I never strayed far from the plan. Like I'm very type A when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And when curveballs come my way, I'm like kind of thrown off kilt. So this has definitely taught me to loosen up a little bit with plans and things may not go my way, but there will always be a plan B. And if need be a plan C. At this point, <laughs> yes, my love. <laughs> well, like I said earlier, I think it's all going to work. Well, not I think. I know it's all going to work out. When the time comes, it'll all work out. Um, I want to thank you for coming on. I truly appreciate it. I know that people are going to love this. I think it's going to be a super relatable episode because, unfortunately, you are not the only bride, like you said, going through this. And if anything, I hope that that's what we get out of this episode, that you can at least kind of give that to brides. Like, hey, I'm... You know, we're surviving. Yeah, so you guys are in a class of your own at this point. Um, Terry, before she goes, anything else you want to ask her, add? No, I just, I wish you the best. And like, it, I just can't stop thinking about, you know, we thought our grandparents were bad. Well, back in my day, imagine Paige's poor child getting married. If one thing goes wrong, Paige is going to be like, Girl, stop please. It. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. You've been through what nothing. I went through. <laughs> back in my day, back during the pandemic, and they're going to be like, "Whoa, I will never bring this up around mom again." Seriously. God bless my daughter when I help her plan her wedding. Tell her to call Aunt Vanessa. I'll be here to for moral support because yes, <laughs> that's going to be a touchy subject for Mama Paige. <laughs> yes. All right, Paige, we love you. Thank you for joining us, um, so and much. we will talk to you soon. Love you, ladies. Bye. Bye, girl. Well, that was awesome having Paige on here. Did you love it? Yes. Well, I'm glad that you're not getting married right now, Terry, because I can't deal. Like, that sounded so... She seems to be handling it so well, but you'd be stressed out. And I'd be stressed out with you. Yeah, I I don't think I could do it. I would be like, well, guys... Never getting married? Let's get on the Zoom call real quick. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm dead. Um, all right. So we are cutting it close to the end of our show. So I want to really quickly, did you watch Potomac this week? I sure did, girl. And I don't know what to do with that bird because if T'Challa, I- <laughs> T'Challa, what's the damn bird's name? I wrote it down, but how do you say T'Challa? T'challa? First of all, Something like that. first of all, I can't be having no fucking bird be pooping all over the damn place. Holy, can you, girl, no. Uh, no. They, when she flew at the new cast member, oh. that I can't remember her name. I Wendy, was like, you know I what? I would have shit yeah. right there. Right. I, I was like, oh, poor Wendy. She was already complaining. She has a three-month-old baby that was premature. She's already upset about that. Now she's got birds flying at her face. I think I would have taken my ass well, right home. First of all, let's do a run-through. Okay, first of all, Candace is still on my nerves. She's yep. just so extra right now. She's like, scary. And I like Candace. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't hate her or anything. But this season and end of last season, she's been on my nerves. And she has not come off yeah. my nerves yet. So, whatever. T'Challa, I'm over that damn bird. Okay. <laughs> hey, can we talk about freaking Karen, the grand dame, in the evening dr- dress with the gloves? <laughs> I was dying. Like, full-on evening gown, gloves, diamond bracelet going across the gloves. I was like, damn, girl, you ain't playing. Well, I think I had said something about how... Giselle could not dress on a previous episode. And did then Karen, you? I did. And Karen Huger, like, not that she can't because she has had some outfits that I have loved. But she Karen called is her in love right so- now, I think is what it is. Because, yes, she is looking kind of like bleh. And what then, yes, do? she was I like, thank know. God she's pretty because, damn, girl, that she can't dress for shit. She's out like, there. Oh, She's seen where I was like, damn, Karen. Damn, Karen. Damn, Karen. And then, yes, Wendy was hot as hell about Ashley bringing baby Dean. Apparently, I, I could see both sides, and I'm not a mom. I could too. But, but like, I think that's why I have a very neutral point of view on it because I don't. I'm not a parent. Ashley is a first time, first time parent. Correct. But Wendy also has a premature baby, so I think that they can't see both of each other's sides, and they are both very valid feelings to have. And I think the not mistake, but I think the error was. Wendy didn't know that she was bringing her baby, so therefore she didn't know that it was an option to bring the baby kind of thing. Because even Monique said to her, hey, if you would have told me, I would have said, bring your baby too. Like, you know what I mean? So I just think Wendy assumed, which I kind of understand too, where you assume it's a girl's trip, like no kids, you know, no kids are coming, period. So I think it was also a little bit of a misunderstanding with the whole situation. And then I totally agree where, yeah, Ashley's a first time mom. So you have that, I'm sure that separation anxiety. So she was hot. Giselle, Giselle and Robin were trying to say, you're not a new mom. And I know what they meant by you are not a new mom. They meant you're not a new, new mom. Hey, Luna. Luna's making an entrance on the show. She's like, not, I got to be in the show, too, since we had a guest. Um, yeah, so that was kind of interesting. Did you notice they actually put her BFF on the payroll? That's the kind of friends we need in life. Okay. I know, right? I thought about that, too. I was like, oh, wait, they're like real life friends. No, at first, do that for me. At first, I was like... You're bringing me to like watch your kid at first when I was first watching it because she's like, oh, my best friend, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm thinking, well, damn, she's a good friend. She put her on the payroll. So, hey, so not so bad. She couldn't come out and tell her cast members, hey, I am bringing my best friend because then everybody would bring bring all their damn friends. So she had to be a nanny. That's true. That's true. And then in the room, she's auntie. And then she's got her on, uh, what's the husband's name again? I'm drawing a blank to his ass right now. Freaking freaky nasty that we're going to see in the next episode. Oh, God. Um, the messy, you mean the messiest housewife that I've mm. ever seen in my life? Ashley's well, messiest house husband, really. 
uh, he might as well she's be a not messy. It, it's him. And I had seen that. I am talking it, about him. No, I know. When it came out about the whole, which is going to be on next week's episode, because you know they got to draw everything out. The whole yeah. stripper situation. I saw it. I read about that. And I can't, I'm not going to speak on it until we watch it because I did read about it and I did see the videos that were out there um, on social media. But again, I'm going to wait until the episode plays next Sunday before I speak about my thoughts on it. But I'm sure everybody's got the same thoughts if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, no, I, when I say messy, he is a messy ass housewife because I think he is messier than all of those women combined. He is. With his, with his boyfriend and the strippers and the. Uh, it, it's messy. too much. It's too much. And he's not even that good looking. Or not even. He's not even good looking. No, not even that. He's not, not good looking that. at all. Yeah. No, you're bald ass. And he should have watched the baby. She probably doesn't want him to watch the baby because he would have brought his boyfriend over. Duh. And <laughs> I didn't like how he was like talking to her like, you're going to take the baby. The baby's three months and you and I and I understand, but I just didn't like his delivery where like yeah. talking down like almost like yeah, talking down to her like she's stupid, like, hello, you have a three month old baby. And again, I think her intentions were always to take the baby anyways, yeah, or at least that's the impression that came off. But I just was like, And who the hell are you with your freak nasty self trying to tell me what to do mm-hmm. when you, all you do is like you said, screw other men and strippers. You don't even know which way you're batting. No offense. Yeah. And I I actually like my point was I was thinking Ashley would have taken that baby anyway. She is not leaving that baby here with you. you, If you listen to her, I think it was her intention the whole time. I don't think it was really like a conversation. I don't even think he needed to mention it because I don't. I think that was her plan. But I just didn't like the way he said it. Like you're taking the baby. The baby needs to be with you. And blah blah. blah. I was like, and what do you do? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think about Giselle dating her ex husband and practically already has her wedding planned all over again? I, I don't know how to feel about it. I, I, I just, I don't know how to feel. I have a bad feeling about it. I don't know why. I do too, because it's, he has, well, when he had affairs, he has, he has like mul- tendencies. He has multiple baby mamas though, right? You know, I didn't know that till this past episode. Now, mind you, I don't, I really never researched him. I don't follow him on social media or anything like that. So I don't keep up with him. But yes, that was the impression that I got that not only did he cheat, but he had, children other children outside of their marriage as well so they were married that's what it sounded like i'm not saying that that's a fact that's the impression that i got when karen was kind of questioning her whole thing or whatever um that's what i heard that's what i heard too so that's what i can go by i mean i don't like i said i'm not a super fan of his or anything like that but i don't know and i think she's diving all the way in real fast it seems like and i know that she has history with him obviously they have three kids together and they were married and blah 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 but they also got divorced for a reason so i'm a little concerned about that yeah it seems like robin and her man have really figured it out though i don't i, I don't see them no i think yes i agree i think they are in a different playing field than these two in my opinion but i think she had the comment of the night for me when she said i mean i have two sons uh one of them the second one, I don't even remember his name sometimes. She ain't lying. That, That's how a lot yeah. of moms are. I, no, and she's right because my mom has three now, me being obviously way older than my siblings. She's calling us all kinds of names. Sometimes I'm Liam. Sometimes Liam is Terry. Sometimes Katie's Liam. Like, names are all over the place. So I got I'm, what she was saying that, that I keeled over. That was really funny. And then last thing that I want to talk about, why is her booty hole still tore up? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, what somebody asked, get better? Did it? Was it Karen Huger that asked if it was essential to her marriage? Yes. 
I cringed. I was like, oh, I'm dead. Karen. Karen ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> I'm so dead. Um, so, yeah, so that was the Potomac. I think this week's episode is going to be really good, obviously, because we're get, we're going to get to see the whole Ashley with her man, husband, whatever he's got going on. So that's all going to come to play this weekend or next weekend, I should say. Uh, what else do we have? Anything in celebrity? I oh, I wanted to just mention um, Chadwick Boseman. He passed away. I'm sure you heard about it. Um, he is one of the stars from the movie Black Panther. He played in a lot of other roles, but that's a really big role that he played in that everybody's talking about. He unfortunately passed away of colon cancer. So I just wanted to kind of mention that. Rest in peace. That's very sad. He was very young. Um, the celebrity I mean, world's been kind of dry. Do you have anything that I missed this week? I can't Just think of. Uh, Bella Thorne, guys. Um, killing it on OnlyFans. Yeah, and, and I heard she got a lot of... Uh, um, pushback? Yeah, thank you. Yes, people are not happy with that. She made like $2 million in like two days, a day or two. Yeah, and I... You know, some people are working really hard at their OnlyFans, and they got two <laughs> followers on there. <laughs> That's why people were mad, because it also it slowed down. Yeah. The, it slowed down other people who have uh, only site only fan sites from them getting their money and things like that because she They're was getting s- correct the site was crashing basically she was getting so much money so fast and i also heard people were upset because she didn't deliver everything she promised whether it was certain photos or what i don't know exactly what she promised but people were upset about that so it didn't really go well for her is what i understand well, i don't think she put a lot of thought into it because that's you have to keep up with that like the, from what I have read, I don't. I'm not personally on that website myself, but I hear they pay for a subscription, and that site is on your ass if you don't post and deliver the content that the people are paying for. Because obviously, that you're going to have a bunch of upset people. Well, they're paying, yeah. right? So she, I don't know if she hired a full on staff to manage that page, but she doesn't have time for that gotcha. to manage that many of a follow, like a big right. group of men. Right. When people are and like you said, when you're paying one thing is like Instagram, you post as you post, but it's free. You're giving that material out to people or Facebook or whatever. But yeah, if you have people that are subscribing for a service and then you can't fulfill it, yeah, they're going to be pissed and they surely are going to complain. That's a fact. So they probably had to hire like, I don't know, 800 people to to manage their complaints. So Bella, I don't know what to tell you, girl. Mm. I got nothing to say. Anyway. Um, let me ask you, because I know this week our episode's kind of a little bit backwards, which is okay. How was your trip? Did you have a good trip? Was it fun? You made it home safely, thank goodness. Because if you guys remember from last week, Terry went, where'd you go again? Washington, Seattle? I yes, forgot. I went to Washington. I went to Anna Cortez. How was it? Was- it was good. It was really good. I, I, you know, hearts out to new moms, especially with Navy parents that aren't there to help out with with the baby as often as I'm sure that they would like to because it's a lot of work. I told you I had to catch up on my sleep just because I lost like two hours. I know. I'm texting Terry. Terry's like, oh, I fell asleep. I'm jet lagged. I'm exhausted. (laughs) We're going there for a weekend, y'all. Only a weekend. Oh, and, you know, I got to throw this in here. I referred to my sweet, sweet best friend from my childhood as a old friend. She's not an old friend, guys. She is the love of my life. She is an angel on this earth. So I had to correct myself. I assume she heard the episode and was not happy with however yes. you referred to her, which I do she, not remember. She was like, bitch, who are you calling old? Ooh, <laughs> ooh, angry. 
Well, if anybody cares, I have officially found my place where we're going to be moving to. We have bought everything we need, waiting for deliveries, signed every paperwork, all the paperwork, set up the lights, okay, you name it. So, so that's been what I've that's what I've been having. That's what I have had going on. If I could speak correctly, um, anything else and before we that's wrap? That's why it up you this were week? so down last episode. That was just pure stress. I could see it on her face. Oh, I was. I was so stressed because, <laughs> like, you know, we're reaching a deadline. We have to get up there so my husband can start his new job and things like that. So it's like, you know, I've lived in my condo for like seven years. I haven't had to move in a long time. So yeah. I think I had to realize that, like. We're only going to be here a little bit amount of time. Like it doesn't have to be the best of the best, whatever, whatever. So whatever I found, we found a good place. We're happy with it. Um, so we, cool. that's what my weekend's going to be consisting of moving and shit like that. So woohoo. Can't wait. Uh, we have, I guess it's, we can share. We have a really special guest next week coming on. Um, do we want to share? Or do we want to surprise? Um, I think that we should make this one a surprise because I was just gonna it's say kind of a kind of a big deal. It's <laughs> a real big deal, if you ask me. Um, we have a really special guest next week um, from a show that's very popular still today. Um, this guest was on season seven of that show. I don't want to give too much away. Like she said, I think it's really worth waiting. So definitely stay tuned for that. You should definitely look for some upcoming posts. Um, I'm sure you'll get an idea of who it is real soon, but. With all that being said, girl, do we have anything else before we wrap this up? Last thing, you did some update to the merch. Go check it out on yes, www.girlwhypodcast.com. Yes, thank you. She is absolutely right. We have added new products, new shirts, new masks, you name it. We've added it. So definitely go check it out. Like she said, girlwhypodcast.com. Otherwise than that, thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please leave us a five-star review. If you hated it, walk the fuck away correct if you're not already following us on social media you can find us on instagram at girl underscore y underscore podcast and on facebook and twitter at girl y podcast thanks again for listening and we will be back next week with a brand new exciting episode of girl y podcast have a great week bye